This is a No Fame Podcast. Hello, it's me, Justin. Welcome to session one of The Vast. Just wanted to give a quick shout out. During the course of this episode, you're going to notice some very rad, very cool voiceover work done by a very good friend of ours, Captain Grayson. Uh, talented human in general, uh, cosplay extraordinaire, streams with the Charisma Saving Show, uh, a wonderful little show. You can check them out on their Twitch or Twitter. You can catch Captain Grayson at Captain Grayson. That's C-X-P-T-A-I-N Grayson on their social media. Uh, just so thankful for the killer job that they did. And of course, so thankful for the amazing friends we have involved in this project. Uh, and just a heads up, this is recorded live on our Twitch and YouTube, so it's not uh, edited down like our normal content and sound designed. Uh, all the sound effects and everything you hear are happening in real time uh, on the show live. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get into the vast. Hello, we're live. It's us. Uh, welcome to the No Fame podcast. This is the vast, our Starfinder actual play <laughs> series. Uh, hey, look, we're we're here with. Uh, I think we decided some new faces and some old faces, right? That's how that works. Um, Stop calling me old, Justin. <laughs> that wasn't it. You're the new one. You're the new face. <laughs> Mallory is an old, old face. Uh, here comes the point where I forgot to test all my some of my buttons, and we'll find out if they, they work or not. But hey, let's go in some kind of order. If you want to introduce yourself, maybe a little bit about what you do, uh, starting with Doxy. Hello. Uh, if you watched the previous video that's out now right it is yeah. uh you'll know that i am a scorpio <laughs> and also <laughs> i am a garbage monster <laughs> and uh just a deeply upsetting human being so oh. uh i look forward to uh just ruining your day over and over <laughs> okay untrue so untrue <laughs> uh with uh, our middle face <laughs> we said josiah <laughs> Yeah, I'm a middle face. What up? <laughs> Are you doing introductions? Sorry, I checked out for a second there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Hi. That's <laughs> how mid of you. Yeah, very <laughs> mid moment for sure. That's me, Josiah. You probably know me on the internet as Dungeon Dad. I make content about Dungeons and Dragons. And now I'm here to find a star. Sounds about right. That the stars right. are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Why not? Uh, and our oldest face, Katie. Hmm. Holy <laughs> old face in. Uh, uh, hello. Also, uh, I would also like to ruin everyone's day. So I do think I'll share that with Doxy and um, here for what did we decide? Uh, hot rat autumn is where we're, <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing um hot this yeah. campaign this campaign's just going to be summarized by hot rat autumn i don't know if you had a vision for it justin but instead hot rat autumn i was I'm thinking sorry, one piece but yeah, let's go hot rat, <laughs> hot rat autumn is what we're in for actually uh, uh and that's and that's me i'm here with my snacks hello 
So truly, truly, so truly, many so many just snacks. All just the snacks. Snacks. A billion just. snacks. Rats need snacks. Rats need snacks. <laughs> rats be snacking. What's you up? Can't spell snack without rats. I'm sure. Uh, and speaking of that, there hey, are it's me. Many languages. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm here. I do know fame stuff. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, my name is Justin. Uh, yeah, this is uh, something new, something fun, uh, something we've been working on for, I've been working on for a very long time, uh, and we all collectively have been working on for a hot minute, for sure, uh, with preludes and all that good stuff, uh, which have been uh, fantastic, which have been very fun. Uh, one piece is long enough so to be hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. So devastating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I fucking I love One Piece too much. Uh, this is Starfinder, which is by Paizo, which is kind of based on Pathfinder, which is kind of based on D and D three point five. And I thought, what about if Starfinder had just a lot of pirates, just truly so many pirates, just a billion pirates, uh, a bunch of pirates? Yeah, because I watched a thousand episodes of One Piece, and uh, and that's what lives rent free in my brain every day that I'm awake. Uh, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah, this is uh, kind of a little adventure that we're all going to go on. And I haven't made an intro video yet. This is when I'd be like, intro video, go. I'm busy. Um, but I think, no, wait, I'm forgetting the horoscopes. Let's improv one. <laughs> oh, we do need to do our horoscopes. Let's improv. Uh, okay. Intro video? Okay, think, okay, think about what you're going to improv. <laughs> And let's do horoscopes. Let's get a prompt from the audience, okay? Let's not. Let's not do we that, need actually. Uh, anybody's <laughs> worst job. All right, I'll Should go I first. start on the horoscopes? I feel like I already did. You should yeah. start on the horoscopes because yeah. you have the most recent or soonest I'm, coming birthday. I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and today you will see plenty of opportunities, and that's highlighted, so... Oh. Uh, show the willingness to take up a new role and ensure you deliver good results. Be vigilant about office politics. <laughs> Interesting. I'm the boss of here now. <laughs> Manager Doxy. Uh, mm, reporting for duty. Duty. <laughs> du- du- duty. Did any of you play Hypnospace Outlaw? I no one has ever played that no. game except for me and you. <laughs> It is, it is a massive, it's my goat. I'm not kidding. I've it seen you guys game. talk about it a lot. It's uh, an exceptional it. game. Yeah, might have to. I will gift you a copy of it on Steam. <laughs> stream it. It's an incredible stream game. I wish I, I had time to stream outside of doing this. But Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll put it on, uh, I'll make uh, a list and that'll be on my list of things I want to stream. Honestly. Number one. Number one. Numero Number uno. one. Um, who I'm the it? boss of here now. That's <laughs> true. Right. We've established. We have established this. Uh, who, who's who's up next? Katie, hot rat horoscope. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. My hot rat horoscope. Thank you very yeah. much. Ooh. <clears throat> Excuse me for October 27th. A business or romantic partner. Oh, I'm an Aquarius, by the way. A business or romantic partner. That's probably Doxy because she's the boss of here now. Could mm-hmm. either contact you or return from a long trip with great news. Oh. 
Um, oh, perhaps your friend has had a lucky break of some kind that betters life in general for both of you. Success and good fortune are indicated today as our happiness, enthusiasm, and optimism. If you have a, a project you wanted to start, do it now. Guys, I have this great idea for a, for a podcast and also a stream. It's <laughs> using Pathfinder. Wait, Starfinder. Okay, I already fucked it up. <laughs> Wrong and, wooden ships. <laughs> Wrong wooden ships and hot rat summer. Hot rat summer. Okay, that's uh, my horoscope. What do we got, Josiah? Um, my, my horoscope for the day, I'm a Capricorn, says... Do what you need to do today to insulate yourself from people who push your buttons. As I the emo moon go. aligns <laughs> with the healer feeler, Chiron in your fourth house of moods and home, you're better off cocooning than doing battle in the outside world. Clock out early if you can and tuck in at Casa Capricorn with your favorite takeout in an engrossing novel or Netflix show. Just a so, bucket of garlic finger... Um, uh, I will see you guys <laughs> later. You can only have one because it's one per child. Right, one garlic finger per child. Yes, sure. Uh, one garlic finger finger per Capricorn. Those are the rules. Finger. Uh, I'm just calling them that now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I've got uh, the approaching eclipse. What? Didn't we just have one? The approaching eclipse in your sign will play havoc with your emotions. And uh, even if you're the most laid back Taurus alive, you will inevitably get angry or tearful uh, or both about something over the next few days. Uh, maybe this session. Who knows? Who knows? Truly. Uh, I have a good idea, but we'll see. Uh, Raph pitched the idea. Uh, our good friend Raph, who can't be here right now. Uh, they're doing... Uh, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's fun. Uh, but yeah, they pitched the idea of doing the horoscope thing, and it's it's good. It's very good. They're off having their hot rat autumn. Honestly, yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we all are. Uh, I think uh, all of that in mind of in context of this setting up the session. The horoscopes lead the session, right? That's what happens. Uh, I think we should maybe get into this first session of the vast we're not gonna improv an intro video oh right <laughs> i'm ready okay, okay, okay everywhere so... you look <laughs> everywhere you look there's a face there's a face of somebody who <laughs> finds stars everywhere you look is that the only words <laughs> 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 when you're lost like out there right on a pirate <laughs> ship. <laughs> I'll clip this, use this music for the actual video. That's what it's going to be. Oh, so Amazing good. intro. That was so good. Mm -hmm. We fucking did Honestly, it. perfect. We Justin, we saved you so much time. You're welcome. Yeah, it saves me a lot of uh, editing time, I think. Josiah, uh, I'm going to need you to be looking off camera and then look into the camera and give a cheesy but genuine looking smile. <laughs> I'll just purse all the Dungeon Dad videos for the moment when he does that. Yes. It's fine. It has to be organic. Yeah, organic for sure. Uh, like, oh, I don't like that way that it's said. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> oh, that did it to my brain. Uh, oh, actually. 
let's finger uh, finger. I'm, Bad night. I'm, I'm reining in the. Uh, we're putting it back on the the star rails. Uh, mm, yes, too many with, goofs this early. Yeah, a lot of goofs. I mean, that's you know we have fun. That's what it's all about, right? We had a lot of fun here, guys. We had a lot of fun here. <laughs> we honestly, we had yeah. So uh, fun. Me being the boss of here now, I would just like to inform all of you that we are a family, which yeah. means that I can pay you less and work you harder. <laughs> All of my jobs, I think. <laughs> All of them. All right, Justin. Where, where Star are we? Rails. What's going uh, on? Everything's on fire. No. Uh, welcome to session one of the vast. In the dark void of space, we see a small bright glimmer. A speck of dust from our vantage. Something that looks insignificant and so impossibly small. A speck of dust alone in the dark. We slowly become aware of a hum. The hum of engines operating below the deck. A hum that we're very used to. Vibrating the metal floor we stand on. Resonating the inside of the metal hull that we lean against as our gaze drifts slowly from the window to the dust in space to a control console that seems alive and buzzing with the amount of screens and indicators and lights and noises that emit from it. We sit at our console, our body moving and interacting with buttons and sensors and screens without us even thinking about them. Satisfied that we've done what we came here to do, the console softens and quiets itself, and a display opens up that reads Packed Worlds. Uh, sorry, that reads Packed World System. Split, sta split Station ETA 12 Packed Hours. Our hand passes over the notification, dismissing it back to the main screen. A deep blue, semi-translucent glass Occasionally, the screen tears and the staticky artifacts leap across and has this triangle-shaped logo with a key in the center of it. An alarm raises from another display. The text reads, Now entering the diaspora. An, artif uh, an artificial voice begins to speak. Please be advised. Ongoing nights of Galerion conflict with a pirate crew known as Star Pirates. Knights of Galerion prohibited all ships from entering the area while activation protocols are being enacted. We recommend you... The feed cuts. We've been through this a hundred, no, thousand times before. Much worse than some Hellstar pirate wannabes kicking up a fuss in the diaspora. So we disable our alarms and our warning system and push on through. After all, Split Station needs this delivery on time, or the executives will have our head. We kick back in our piloting chair, throw our feet up on the console, and double-check the autopilots engaged as our eyes get heavy and our thoughts venture beyond the stars. Uh, our vision shifts to whatever is being broadcast, being picked up from the vast. You're 
Are you tired from all the endless work? Stressed from the various dangers that await you in the vast of space? Do you need a break from it all? Then it sounds like you need a vacation to Dream Station. The only station that can tap directly into your own personal dreams. Want to spend a week on the teal sands of the second moon of Bretheda? How about competing in the legendary circuit of the damned without any of the danger? What about simply sitting and enjoying a meal with a long lost loved one? Or maybe you desire something a little more intimate. Dream Station is the perfect getaway for you. Now offering passage from any major civilized zone that features the Avatar Corporation Convenience Hub. Or simply plot your own course to our little piece of Elysium here in the Pact Worlds. See you soon, travelers. It's a shame we missed our main display cutting in. One, two, four... Six red dots show up on our radar, closing in fast. A jostle of the ship snaps our attention back to the waking world, but it's too late. Another ship is heading straight for us, like something torn from the nine hells itself. A pillar of dark volcanic stone and hellish reds and oranges glowing from various ports across the surface, almost like lava pouring straight out in the cold, dark space. It's too late. We cut the main thrusters, kick on our drift engines, but the other ship is too close. We don't have we don't have the minute that it's going to take to jump to the drift. We take one last look at the interior of our ship, a small toy keychain of a smiling robot from a panel above our head that reads Abadar Corporation. The hell ship cuts clean through as the cold of space seeps into every nook and cranny, blood erupts from our mouth as we float aimlessly away from the shuttle that we called home. The last thing we see is the flag of the Hellstar Pirates as the ship splits open uh, into space and they rip open a portal of nightmares and disappear through. Welcome to the Age of Pirates. Our view cuts across the packed worlds, past the gas giants of Livara and Bretheda with soft pastel tones, past the sickly green, ominous, and unsettling world of Octurn. We jet past the tidally locked Verses and the planet-sized world ship known as the Adari. Our view slows as we approach an asteroid belt known as the Diaspora. As we know, the main authority presence in the Pact Worlds, the Knights of Galerion, have issued a warning for anyone who approaches this area with uh, uh, the area of the Diaspora while they fend off the Hellstar Pirates. With the help uh, and... Uh, sorry, <laughs> I fucked that sentence. I was doing so good. I was doing pretty good. <laughs> You're still doing great. <laughs> Keep going, baby. You got it. Uh, as we know, the main authority presence in the Pact Worlds is, is the Knights of Galerion. They've issued warnings for anyone approaching this area of the diaspora while they fend off the Hellstar pirates and help with the evacuation of the refugees displaced by the sporadic, ruthless attacks. Our view settles on a large, bright-toned ship, uh, sleek but practically built, 
A light purple energy dome sits on the highest point covering the top open deck of the ship. This is the Vorpal Drifter, flagship of the Vorpal Eye Pirates, well known throughout the Pact Worlds as a group who tend uh, to their own whims and fancies. But they've done more good for the uh, civil. Oh my god, they've done more good for the civilians of the Pact Worlds than they've done harm. They often come up against the authorities of the Pact World system, as not all see eye to eye with those who do as they please and bow to no laws. But this is a dire situation, and the Vorpal Eye Pirates are of the few that could help transport refugees from the diaspora to the nearest safe port of call. You've all been on board the Vorpal Drifter for a few days at this point. The ship has had numerous stops to pick up refugees, drop off some others, and pick up other wanderers from various points. Wrecked ships, lost on asteroids, wrecked scrap towns, and so on. The Vorpal Eye crew has done what they could to make sure everyone, uh, at the very least, has a place to lay their head, place to grab some food. While the Vorpal Eyes are indeed pirates, they're somewhat of folk heroes, taking the fight to those in power and doing right by the average folk of the pack worlds. We find ourselves inside of a somewhat cramped crew mess. There are figures sitting at a couple of not-so-numerous tables within this room. The walls of the room are practical in that you can see the piping and the wiring. This isn't a starship made for passengers, which is obvious. Sitting at one table, staring at a large window, we spot a Yisoki. Katie, would you like to introduce your character and what they're doing <clears throat> in, in the moment? Oh boy, would I. So, uh, sitting at this little table, or sitting at this relatively large table, you see this little, uh, I mean, I guess he's average size for, uh, what, two and a half feet tall at this point. <laughs> um... <laughs> Little rat baby, just baby. a sweet little rat. Just a woman nomming on some cheese. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, their name is Scrank. Scrank is this, I mean, just a rascal, just a punk kid who the definition of uh, knows just enough to be dangerous. Um, Scrank is yeah, so full, so he's not okay. Let's let's be very real about what's happening here. Scrank has uh, absolutely just pocketed some cheese in his cheek and is and is like taking it out to enjoy it. So he's put it in his cheek, is taking it out piece by piece to put it back in his mouth and actually enjoy it. Um, eating it with some crackers, just like leaning back, like oh, finally I can like take a minute to relax. Um, and you see in the uh, back of his mind, though, he's kind of thinking, uh, you know, I really, I should probably get to work around here trying to pick out some, I don't know, I bet this ship is old. I bet there's some tech lying around here that I could probably just just pick at, uh, you know, and see if we can get, I don't know, see if we can get something out of, out of this place, uh, other than just this fantastic cheese, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I will take the cheese, but, uh, 
and so yeah, so you see Scrank just kind of like leaning back. He's got his his uh, wheels are turning, and uh, yeah, and and just shaking cheese out of his mouth and putting cheese back into his mouth. <laughs> I feel like you should be able to internally just eat the cheese. Like you just push no, the whole it's, it's a whole, I mean, it's a process and we do enjoy it. So uh, there are a few. <laughs> there are a few. I'm glad that you enjoy it. Thanks. There are a few so others uh, in the crew mess. You see like a little uh, goblin figure. They look like the oldest goblin you've ever seen. Like, goblins shouldn't look this old. Uh, goblins usually don't live long enough to look this old, but there's the wrinkles are just so heavy set in this tiny goblin. They're a little bit shorter than you, which is uh, which is a rarity. Um, Hell yeah. A, I, I is that a real person that. or is that a bot is the question. No, that's my friend. Oh, hey, amazing. That's Jason. <laughs> Hi, Jason. Uh, Thanks for the follow. Hello, welcome. We're just getting started on our Starfinder podcast. Um, the oh, I, you know what I didn't say? Uh, it's uh, I was I meant to say if you're listening to this in podcast form by this point, you probably realize we record this live. Uh, so hello. Um, there's the you oldest... know what I meant to say yeah. was that um, uh, I will only be performing swift actions this session right. in... <laughs> in honor of Taylor Swift. In honor of Taylor Swift. <laughs> Thank you. God rest her soul. Thank you very much. What? She's died? <laughs> Pour one out for Taylor Swift, dude. Way before her time. Uh, I'm not forgotten. <laughs> she didn't die. She didn't die. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, there would be riots. Yeah, there would be riots. Uh, there's the <laughs> oldest goblin you've ever seen in your life. There's two, like, younger humans. Uh, again, kind of, like, humans aren't uh, all too common, uh, especially in the diaspora, but uh, there's two humans. They look a little bit younger. They're, like, fiddling with some, dev like, device. Like, it looks like a broadcast radio of some kind, and they're just kind of chilling out, looking pretty indifferent to what's going on. Like, they don't really seem stressed or anything. They're just they're just hanging out. Uh, and there's... Mm -hmm. Um, a member of the Vorpal Eyes, Tomei, who is a Lashanta Karasha, so the kind of shorter, stouter Lashantas. She's uh, she's got this kind of greenish skin. Uh, her hair is sh uh, cut pretty short and like uh, like a really sick undercut, and like tattoos kind of cover the underneath of her head. Uh, she comes over. She is the cook oh, yeah. of the Vorpal Eye Pirates. She lays down just like. Uh, some like very like generic like mush meal. Hey, uh, sorry. Um, we're trying to make do with the best we've got here while we got everyone on board. We haven't really stopped for resupply in a while, but uh, you could probably use a, a bit of protein. So, uh, uh, yeah, thanks uh, so much for this protein. I'm going uh, take a bit of. I'm going to put the cheese back in my mouth, actually. <laughs> I just feel like I didn't have anything, actually. Uh, 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 lick it all off. <laughs> Thanks so much for the protein. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, sorry, what, um, uh, hi, what's, who are you? To Tomei, we've, we've met. Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, oh, I'm so sorry. I am a little just... <laughs> 
You know, hey, it's okay. You know, it's uh, just been a long day, honestly. Things are things are stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there I are get too it. many people around here. You know. Yeah, there's. Uh, <laughs> she kind of like looks around and eyes <laughs> like the two humans who are just like ambivalent mm-hmm. to everything. Yeah, there's. Uh, Skrank's gonna look over to the old goblin and just <laughs> eye that old ass goblin. <laughs> the old goblin just like. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest All thumbs right. up. Uh, hey. Okay. <laughs> That's his voice now. Uh, hey. me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have a discussion with the goblin now. Thank you. Sorry, Tome. I got to go talk to this guy. It was nice talking to you again. I'm going to wrap out the cheese from my mouth. <laughs> Tome's like, All right. Uh, hey, uh, you know, um, I was thinking about. Uh, I heard you mumbling about doing some work, and I was thinking about trying to fish for some space whales, maybe at some point in time. Uh, I tried the other day, but Moro kind of gave me a hard time saying that I wasn't going to catch anything. So. Uh, well, that's, you know, Moro is exactly what Moro is, and uh, is just going to, you know, constantly doubt your abilities as a, you know, whale, space whale fisher. And that's rude. So, yes, I'll go space fishing with you (laughs) anytime, (laughs) honestly. You know what? I I did actually want to, yeah, I did actually want to see if I could hook some some whales. You want to, are you thinking, what are you thinking of doing that for? Are you trying to make whale stew or space whale stew? Yeah, more or less. Sounds good. Yeah. Scrake's gonna just scoop up the entirety of the mush and put it in his other cheek pouch. <laughs> She's like, great. Keep that for I later. Like so much. I guess. That's what I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's kind of my thing. Well, hey, uh, I think there's a rod up on the open deck, but I'll, uh, I gotta, I gotta cook for, you know, it's kind of early in the day and there's a lot of people to make food for, so. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, if there's a rod up on the open deck, I'll, I could hit, hit up the space, hit up space and try to go fishing for a little bit. I was going to say hit up the space ocean. It's fun. Which doesn't make any sense at all. No. Um, yeah, uh, I can do that. Yeah. I mean, it's up there. Uh, it's hard to miss, uh, you know, you probably seen us use it the other day. Um, yeah. I think our view kind of follows Skrank, who leaves the mess. It's like this hallway, pretty narrow hallway here. And <laughs> cheeks so full of everything. So uh, full. Cheese on one side, push on the other. <laughs> Just every once in a while, tensing the jaw muscle to push a little bit from your cheek <laughs> into your mouth. Disgusting. It's like a fucking... Uh, like a siphon, how you feel like frosting on a cake. Like it's a, just like <laughs> like the beer heads, but the, the beer oh. are the beer heads, but the beer containers are my cheeks, and so occasionally I'll just and, it, and the beer is chewed cheese. Yes, and and protein mush and protein mush. I was honestly, it's a really good combo, and Scrank is just like you know, fat and happy. Sounds like, like a textural nightmare. <laughs> well, it's mostly yeah, no, it's a big cottage cheese meets yogurt. That's yick kind of thing, but it, it is what it is. I'm so sorry. I'll stop. Josiah's <laughs> uh, <laughs> throwing up the red flag, and we yeah, must move I'm, on. I'm going to throw up an X card on that one. Uh, we <laughs> push so past uh, the mess. The hallway itself um, 
it's pretty narrow. There's a lot of doors, a lot of crew rooms, but this is also where all of you stay. There's like kind of a makeshift room that's been that's been set up. Um, you kind of turn towards the staircase, uh, and as you kind of get closer, the you feel the pulse of the engines increasing. Uh, as just beyond the doors, next to the staircase, is the engine room. Uh, we the camera follows. A uh, little scrank up the stairs, uh, past the pipelined walls, out of uh, out of the mid deck, up the stairs, past the cargo elevators, and onto the open deck. The soft purple blue energy of the barrier hums calmly and surrounds the entire deck, which uh, is the starship shield that doubles up as an air bubble, which is handy. There are quite a few people on the deck uh, from all walks of life uh, within the packed worlds. One in particular is a crew member, another crew member of the Vorpal Eyes, who look like they're wearing a vac suit, so like, a, you know, a suit made to be in the vacuum of space, but they've got like this dark glass dome over their head, and it looks like they're wearing like a cowboy hat of some kind, and they've got like a, a very large long rifle in their hand as they're kind of like, look like they're doing a bit of a perimeter watch. Other than that, other people are seemingly trying to relax as best they can. There's crates kind of lining everywhere on this deck, and makeshift beds have been also set up to accommodate people who want to sleep uh, under the open stars. Uh, out on this deck, we also spot two figures, a Kasatha and a Lashanta. Doxy, would you like to describe your character and what they're doing? Sure. Um... So, Nalora is uh, Lashanta. She's like tall, slim, has bumps on her face, but like in a in a hot way, right? Um, a couple of really thin antenna that are like the same color as her skin, popping out of like very voluminous red hair that's pulled back into a ponytail. Um, she's just like kind of effortlessly pretty, uh, but. She is also like way smart. So she's kind of full of herself. Um, <laughs> what what you would see is she's in kind of like, I think female Indiana Jones attire. Um, she's got like a loose linenish shirt with like breathable fabrics going on, a couple of like pouches strapped around her waist. Um, and she carries around a tablet. And she is likely um, likely noting, like, the different races of, of people that are around her um, because she is very much like an anth anthropologist. Like, a, a, she studies people. Yeah. And, and, like, that's what fascinates her is people and old stuff about people and... Uh, particularly as pertains to like language there are a lot of different species that are kind of uh out on the open deck without a doubt um oh should we have our first roll do we want to do our first roll uh if Let's you want to do, do a perception or a culture yeah. check culture is kind of your jam and that feels pretty appropriate as you're like spotting people and kind of like going through the rolodex in your mind of of different cultures throughout the um uh, packed worlds. Okay. 
How do I specifically do a culture? Uh, if it's on Foundry, you can open up your character sheet, and uh, <laughs> which is double-clicking your your token, and you can click uh, culture, I believe. And Excellent. That's... Okay. Oh, I love this. It's handy. It's very handy. This is sick. <laughs> uh, Starfinder being a D20 system, of course, we're rolling D20s for most of our checks, uh, and then you roll like... Uh, D4 through 12 for usually like damage related things and, and stuff like that, of course. Uh, this uh, is a new system to a lot of us, uh, especially me, certainly. Uh, so we might, uh, I might, there might be some growing pains uh, and, you know, I might have to try to figure stuff out. I'll try to keep it moving and make as fair of calls as I can. It's um, so modular and beautiful. Mm -hmm. I do love that. Uh, um, do I have any kind of situational bonus it's asking for? Oh, no. Just like a normal, okay. just a, a regular roll. Oh, no. <laughs> so close. You got a good bonus, though, I think, right? Yeah. I It went from a 3 to an 11 without any kind of added bonuses. So oh, we 11, take those. 11's pretty good. That's middle of the road, right? That's not a fail or anything like that. Yeah, maybe I'm stressing. Maybe I'm distracted thinking about, I don't know. How my best friend died several years ago. You yeah. Know? yeah. Maybe that. R.I.P. Rave. R.I.P. Rave. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, out for rave. go listen to our preludes. They're in podcast form. They exist under the vast. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, if you want a broken heart in particular. Every episode is tragic, mm -hmm. honestly. <laughs> if, if you've got a real thing for tragedy, yeah. you're really into that. Yeah, go check. I almost made if myself. If you've ever sat around wishing that you could beat yourself up, <laughs> but like in in the emotions, yeah, yeah like an emotional way, yeah, like an emotional beating, yeah. like a one-two punch right in the feels, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> me every day, mm -hmm. I uh, I fully like added some sad music uh, when I was editing, and uh, I was just like, wait, what? Why do I want to cry right now? This is so did sad. it make you cry? I cried, <laughs> I cried. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's devastating. It was mm -hmm. so sad. Mm -hmm. um, My eyes got drier. Uh oh, <laughs> your eyes got dry. Josiah's dead inside. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Doxy and I cried ourselves to sleep every yeah. night since then. <laughs> Dude, I slept so good that night. <laughs> Anyway, so she's probably distracted by something because normally she would have kind of no problem uh, figuring out what's going on with culture and people. For sure. There are a few figures you can't really place. Um, there's one figure in particular who's just kind of donned in dark robes and they've got like this gold mask on their face, uh, kind of just obscuring uh, what, who or what they might be. Um, Can I tell it's a mask? And not, uh, like, just their face? It's very much a mask. Yeah, for sure it's a mask. Okay. Yeah, usually, uh, I mean, it's it's hard to say. There's a lot of androids out there. Uh, and speaking of androids, uh, there is a very colorful android nearby. They look like, hold on, I've got a description, and I should read it. Sometimes I just go off script for everything, and uh, it's not always the good thing. Uh, you see an android uh, kind of unlike any others you may have seen in your time. Instead of metal exterior plating, it looks like some kind of light, hard clay makes up their exterior plates of this droid. The right arm looks like it has been 
uh, like it has some kind of reddish gold desert and deep red sierras carved into it elegantly. Their left leg looks like a vibrant green jungle scene has been carved into it. The right arm looks like uh, it has been, uh, sorry, the right arm looks like some kind of dark purplish rocky surface is carved into that. And their left side of their chest looks like an artist rendition of a circuit board. And they're wearing some kind of like animal pelt uh, on their back as a as their only means of clothing as an android they don't they don't really need anything right um but aside from them you definitely spot a lot of different figures you spot a human with like a small droid uh they're dressed in like business attire they've got kind of a sharp look to them there's uh, a mummy with a rocket pack uh hard to miss hard to miss them as well but there there are definitely a lot of interesting figures uh on board uh, and of course, uh, speaking of lovely figures on board, we have uh, a Kasatha who's maybe pretty close to you at this time. Josiah, would you like to introduce and describe your character? Uh, yeah, sure. He's so, a real tall drink of water. Yeah, Simeon <laughs> is a, a tall, sentient glass of water. <laughs> uh, With four arms. He's, right, a glass. <laughs> he's like the, he's like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Uh, except healthy. Justin fully made a glass of water character. Incredible. It's, it, it's there. Canon? Spoiler Spoiler alert. I'm so sorry. I oh. was really excited about it. It doesn't matter. The, yeah, you, you uh, wait, wait, wait. We'll get through Josiah's intro and then we'll get into it. Mm. Sorry, Josiah. All right, let's get through this. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Sabian is a Kasatha, which are the resident four-armed purple-skinned long-headed aliens of the Starfinder world. Um, yeah, and like Alkasoth, you know, he's got the fucking face mask thing on that covers his mouth. Um, I don't really know what that's all about, but I assume it's a cultural thing. Anyways, yes. Simeon is uh, very obviously a bounty hunter. Like, you know, he's got the fucking leathers on with uh, lots of different pouches and pockets and uh, he probably doesn't have his weapons out but uh, he he would have like a large rifle kind of slung over his shoulder maybe just even resting on his back imagine that he's just kind of sitting here like lower arms holding on to the railing of of the deck like upper arms kind of like doing one of these like resting his head on them like just kind of looking out into the space around us uh, contemplating where we are, where we're going. He's a, he's a planner for sure. He's thinking about what, yeah. like the next. I don't know if anyone watching this has ADHD, you'll be able to relate to exactly what I'm talking to. You know, when you're sitting in your living room, you're like, oh man, I sure want a piece of toast. And you're like, all right, here's the nine things in this order that I have to do mm-hmm. to make that happen for me in mm-hmm. the most optimal way in which to do them. He's doing that right now. <laughs> like, you know? Real um, talk. That's how I get through so many ops, like things in my life. task. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this thing I'm going to do is going to take 30 seconds, just 30 seconds. You just do it. Yes. Do it's like, all right, I need to get up and then I'm going to walk by the light switch so I can turn the light off on my way. And then since that's not, okay, that's good. That's taken care of. I'm also going to be going into the kitchen. So I should take this dish with me and I can put that in the dishwasher. And if I do that before I step to the other side of the sink, 
then that will be in the like it's yeah he's doing that oh my mm-hmm. god is that an adhd thing yeah welcome <laughs> to the club <laughs> <laughs> you've been you just got diagnosed <laughs> how many times do you have to read a paragraph before you retain the information yeah. katie i do not need you to read me like that right now okay? what are you afraid I'm of just- <laughs> the truth. I'm upset. I'm gonna need a break about this. How many times? How many times have you decided you were going to start a task, but planning the task and thinking about how you have not started the task yet has stopped you from starting the task? Okay, what do you think I use my color notes app for? What do you think I use it for? Uh. Yeah, you're staring out into the star system pack world, Simeon. Uh, Simeon, my wife. Hemiam and oh, baby. Simeon, my wife. You guys all just kind of left the Broken Rock area. Broken Rock is kind of a... Uh, I don't think you made it into Broken Rock. There's a lot of places outside of Broken Rock, but it's the kind of pirate capital. Uh, It's heavily defended uh, and kind of difficult to get into, especially for bounty hunters. Um, That tends to be a bit tricky to get into, without a doubt. But Broken Rock is now under attack by the Hellstar pirates. Um, As you are kind of like looking off in the distance, you can just see the little twinkle of, of action that's happening. Not terribly far away, to be honest. Um, Walking around the deck is this figure in the vac suit that we earlier spotted, and they kind of stop by next to you, and now you can see underneath their cap, the glass dome is just like this blue sheen inside of it, Uh, and then like it kind of forms like these little globules inside of this glass dome. Uh, This is a water elemental who, you know, form themselves inside of a vac suit uh, and as a part of the Vorpal Eye Pirates. They kind of look, uh, they approach you, Simeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, spot anything interesting out there? I just kind of look to them and I'm like, still lots of space, lots of stars. Lots of you space, know? lots of stars. Yep. I guess that is interesting from like a cosmological point of view in a sense. Some, yeah, not really my thing. I'm more of kind of on the watch for making sure no one's going to catch us off guard, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I would hate to be the guy whose job it is to count all of this, you know? All the stars? Yeah. There's... Is that is someone out there counting all the stars? Look, I can tell you right now that if you can think of anything or group of things, there is someone whose job it is to count those things, all right? Wild. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Uh, and your partner there, uh, sorry, I didn't catch your name. Uh, how's it going? Oh, Nalora? Yes. Oh, Nalora. Hey. Everything good? We all right? Oh, um... It very much depends on your definition of good. Are you speaking of... Uh, it, you know what? For the sake of brevity, yes. Listen, if you if you need anything, just, you know, let us know. Uh, 
We'll try our best, but uh, we're kind of on limited supplies here as, as it is. But we'll do what we can. I thank you for that. All right. I'll, uh, I'm going to keep an eye out, but uh, nice talking to you folks. Uh, you know, let us know if you need anything. And they uh, they head off, uh, just kind of doing the perimeter uh, before they're kind of passing through uh, some large doors that kind of close off the back half of the ship. Uh, around this time, a small little Isoki heads up the stairs. Uh, I think maybe you guys have already all met because you've been on board for a couple of days uh, at this point. I think as uh, E says... Uh... Sorry, is it East? East. 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 I didn't say that. As, sorry. East. Yeah. Sorry. As East says limited supplies, you hear like, or you see Skrank appear in the background, cheeks just to bursting. Yeah. I'll like softly elbow Simeon and be like, the rat person. <laughs> the rat person. That's me. That's me, Scrank the rat person. I just start jotting notes, observing you and jotting notes. In my own mind, I'm just imagining you as the Danny DeVito of our group now. (laughs) The little rat person. Can I offer you some protein mush in this trying time? Like, exactly. (laughs) I'm gonna cheek full of eggs. Um, (laughs) Hard-boiled. So sorry. That's miserable. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like heaven to me. I'm not gonna lie. I love I love hard-boiled eggs. I do live in a couch. I am actually very greasy, so this does track. (laughs) (laughs) You're a greased up rat with cheeks full of cheese. (laughs) And gruel. Protein mush. Okay, okay, okay. So Skrank's gonna get out, and uh, uh, you see Skrank's little nose just Skrank's Skrank sniffing out for where the um uh the the whale the whale stand. <laughs> Sorry, the fishing rod. <laughs> Give me a. Let's do a perception check. That's fun. Okay. Okay. Keep okay. The All right. Going. Okay, give me, a... like th- give me like three minutes to figure out how to do this real quick. <laughs> I thought you had real dice. I thought you were rolling real Just dice. Gonna... Oh, I'm so sorry. What dice do I? Is it? A... Is it? Sorry. Is it the D? Is it a it's D20? The D20. Yeah. It's the uh... D20, and I know exactly which one it is. I'm going to use the. Uh, God, which one? <gasps> okay, <Yes. your> friends. <laughs> I got it... Amherst dice. This is the Amherst dice. Both of these. Let's They're go. so pretty. It's they are ter- so it's pretty. pretty out of focus terribly but just trust me they're gorgeous and now my camera's just going to be out of focus for the rest of the time um i'll so, use the one with all the pretty flowers in it yeah uh so skrank has a plus zero to perception that's good that's honestly that's 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 good for skrank so it's a flat roll um I got a 14. How Whoa. about that? 14's pretty good. Amherst dice. You pretty s- good. You see this like kind of giant <laughs> cylinder that's been set <laughs> that's up. That's my endorsement. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you see this giant cylinder that's been set up and it looks like maybe it's the, the rod has been dismantled at some point. Uh, uh, some poop. Someone between now and whenever a few days ago has dismantled oh. it. Um, Rats. <laughs> uh. 
You do see. <laughs> you do see a host How of. How proud you are of yourself. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You gotta celebrate the little things in life. True. Truly. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, you're all kind of uh, out on board the deck. Uh, you see the colorful colorful android kind of just like approach uh, approach you all and they're they're not very emotive but their their head kind of like turns uh as they approach your group hello uh, you all are gathering is is there some kind of event happening here scribble 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 <laughs> Oh, you're taking notes. I also like to take notes. Perhaps we can compare sometime. What oh. do you take notes on? Everything. Perhaps we can compare sometime. My name is Odyssey Nine. I'm from the planet Ambalon, and I am those who become. It's my job to wander the stars and document what I see and send it back home. and you called it. I did. He's out counting the stars. Oh. It's quite yeah. easy to count all the stars, if I'm honest. I mean, if I, yeah, for someone like you, I imagine it would be. I have them all documented. Uh, I start zipping up my notes and, like, shoot them off to him. I'm like, I'll have yours whenever. Oh, yes. Uh, well, I'm quite new. I've only been to a few planets so far, but uh, I can send you what I do have. We must have weekly meetings. We must absolutely just share everything. Uh, are all of you taking notes? Is that what this group is about? Just me. Oh. Mm. I'm just, hey, Odyssey, do, uh, Skrank's, like, uh, in the barrel, actually, just, like, head down, butt up in the barrel. Uh, just, hey, Odyssey, hey, uh, Hello, can you help? Mm, could you, hey, you know, could you just, like, help me real quick? I'm trying to fish for whales, for space whales, and Skrank's just, like. You're fishing for space whales? This is not the area for that. No? No. No, you will find space belts near Rathada. We are in the diaspora. They are different uh, locations. Yeah. Why did they tell me to... Okay, well, alright. Uh, I'm sorry. I guess I won't... Could it... What... If I tried to just go fishing around these parts, what might I catch if not a space whale? I just... Uh, unless I you I throw just... someone overboard. Nothing. Bummer. Hmm. I'm sorry, this information is unfortunately bad. A bummer. A bummer. I was just to your homeworld, little Isoki. Uh, I came from the planet Akiton, where quite a number of you have taken root. Oh. How long ago were you there? Well, I... Just about two weeks ago. Oh. Uh. Did you just. Were you 
did you did you did you make friends? Did you? Oh, I made lots of friends. Yeah. They're did all you happen very upon... welcoming. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. One of them. Yeah, we curved this. And they they show you their arm, which is just like the carved into clay uh, of the Sierras and desert uh, dunes and. Uh, some plant life of the Keton, very deep reds and oranges and uh, dark hues of the, the sky. Ah, hold, Aww. just like that, just like that. She takes her tablet and like starts scanning the image that you did. And if if Skrank can see what's going on on the tab, it's adding to a file about you. <laughs> Is that... Does that say my name in the corner? Does that say is that does that say Scrank up in the corner or that? What is this? And Scrank's gonna like paw at the tablet <laughs> and try to. No, no, no! Please, please don't be upset. Uh, He's stuck it, in the barrel. Just, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! Here, yeah, you absolutely can look. You can look. I, uh, it's it's my job to know people and cultures, and uh, seeing as this is from your home planet, I'm just taking notes, kind of. You're the only one of you I've ever met. Hmm. The only Yusoki? Yes. Okay. That's how that's pronounced. Great. Plus, you never know when someone's going to wind up with a bounty on their head, so it's good to have information about this. I clap my hand over your mouth. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. He's kidding. He's kidding. Half kidding. Oh, boy. You look. That was a joke. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing a bit. Uh huh. His, his life signs do make it seem like he is joking. <laughs> they rolled a three on their. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Odyssey, you sweet bean. Ah, hmm. uh, okay. I'm gonna pull Odyssey aside. I'm gonna grab him by the back of the neck. I'm gonna be like, "Listen, <laughs> this is not. That's not a joke." He's, he's they're holding he, you he because. My <laughs> 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 little feet dangling. Um, uh, that's uh, you. Really gotta work on. Do you have like a a, pa- a patch around here somewhere for a sense of humor? Because my goodness, we kind of gotta. We gotta learn something around here. I do not have a joke folder. I have not made it to that portion of the pack worlds currently. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We can we can work on some. I think I still. I think I got some knock knock jokes handy. Ooh, I got one. Knock knock. Come in. Who's there? <laughs> I'm delighted. Uh huh. Space orange. <laughs> Oh, shoot, I messed it up already. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with this space orange. Never mind, never mind. It doesn't matter. It's fine. So, okay. any okay. So there's no whales around here is what you're trying to tell me. That was the point of... Uh, affirmative. There are zero space whales in this region. Okay, and there's nothing to go... And you don't want to assemble this fishing rod just... I am unfamiliar with this fishing rod technology on how to assemble. Can I attempt to assemble it? Uh, the parts, handy. the parts are just kind of missing. It looks like it was fastened oh. here. Like this is where it kind yes. of sits, like a huge, you know, like uh, those 
people in Florida who have like the huge fucking fishing rods on the back of their speedboats and stuff like that. It's like one of those things. Okay, I genuinely was imagining like a regular fishing. <laughs> like a tuna you know? fishing rod. <laughs> yeah, like a tuna fishing rod. Exactly. But just but a but the hook is whale sized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be that. No. Okay, I would actually be quite delighted to help you uh, put this puzzle together. May I have a look? Absolutely, by all means, please. You guys kind All of right. fiddle with this, uh, assembling a fishing, uh, a space whale fishing oh. rod. Uh, space fishing rod. <laughs> space whale fishing rod. When uh, you made us name it that, okay, Justin? <laughs> did I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was you. <laughs> oh God, wrong track. Sorry. <laughs> then all of a sudden, the rod explodes. <laughs> Everything blows up. Everyone dies. You're kind of aimlessly staring out across the vast number of stars and planets flickering in the distance when you see a bright flash of light and another and another. Towards kind of where Simeon, you were looking previously, you now see getting closer a small fleet of objects heading towards the Vorpal Drifter. They look like shards of molten rock torn off the inside of a volcano and thrust into space. Deep black rock and reds and oranges glowing through ominous cracks throughout. Before you know it, the ships are opening fire. Smaller dark shards of molten surface-looking material slams into various parts of the Vorpal Drifter, bypassing the shields completely. The ship shakes violently as crates and objects, even people are knocked around. The dark molten surface shards uh, hiss. Evidently, there are means of transport. Stepping out from each of these molten transport ships, you see a crew of pirates dressed in similar tones. Dark metal armor trimmed in reds and oranges, most of them looking like they've been ripped straight from hell. Stepping out onto the main deck, we see a Vesk, uh, which are the lizard folk of the Pact Worlds, standing roughly eight feet tall, donned in heavy space, faring devilish-looking armor and a burning look in their eyes. Another pod opens up steps, uh, and outsteps a reddish-purple-plated android, an array of devilish horns kind of sticking out of the top of their head. If an android could smile at you, uh, oh my god, English. If an android could smile, you would think this one's teeth were on display for sure as they adjust their dark leather jacket that they're dressed in. A third pod uh, pops open and out steps a pale-skinned tiefling, red veins running up their neck from their chest. Uh, sharp red lipstick dons their lips and this fiendish red hair whips around. They run a hand down one of the horns on their head as they take a slow look around before cracking a whip and smiling. Multiple other pods are landing now and opening in unison as similar fiendish-looking pirates of all types rush the ship. The large Vesk holds up a hand and all of the pirates stop and look. This ship is now boarded by the Hellstar Pirates. Either surrender and join us or die. You hear a shot 
echo out across the open deck as the Vesk stumbles backwards. Ice begins forming up over their shoulder and their neck upon impact as it they fiercely crack it. Uh, you turn and see East kind of standing on top of some crates with a large rifle in their hands, standing confidently looking at this uh, massive Vesk. If a water elemental in a vac suit could smile, you feel like they were smiling wide. The Vesk writes themselves, now facing the uh, East. Death it is. And we're all going to roll initiative. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Real quick. Yes. Do you suppose I have any notes about any of the people that I see here? Uh, yeah, let's do another culture check. That'd okay. Be, that would be fun. And let 22. us 22. Holy shit. Yeah. 22 is fucking great. Uh, you instantly kind of like, again, internal Rolodex. Uh, these are for sure the Hellstar pirates. Uh, the Vesk is Blood Commander Arose. Uh, the android is known as the Immortal Android Noro. And the Tiefling is known as Hell Temptress Vilevera. These are high ranking officers under the command of Devastation Blade Vale, who has quite a sizable bounty on all of their heads. Uh, I look to Simeon and I say, we're going to be fucking rich. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Skrink's ears perk up. (laughs) uh, Sorry, what? This is... Uh, I pull up the wanted poster on the tablet, like zoom in and just yeah. flip it to where they can see it, but the bad guys can't. Heck yes. Skrink's little nose is just up. All right. Understood. Help us in sharing the profits. Um, the, this is, again, new system for us, um, but D&D kind of go or uh, D&D, it's similar to D&D in that it goes round by round. Everyone rolls initiative with a D20 plus their initiative bonus which is just your dexterity modifier so you know if you have a uh let's let's just take it where's uh oh i didn't move scrank yet let's take a yeah look. i wasn't sure where scrank should belong <laughs> in this okay. uh scrank for example has a dexterity of 15 which is a plus two modifier so scrank rolls initiative with a plus two um Oh what? right, I'm supposed to fucking oh, roll. I, swear <laughs> I, I can't roll mine for some reason. It's it's the only thing on my sheet that or wait, no, that whole row of things on my sheet I can't click on to roll. Is it okay Jackson, if I just roll a D twenty and you, add my one? Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yes, okay. Uh Amherst dice, because they will. <laughs> Let's go. Roll. Uh I got uh <laughs> they will roll. Uh sixteen is mine. Eleven for me. I have an eight. Uh, amazing. I'll get those numbers again in one second. Uh, the Hellstar Pirates just landed fiercely on board of these kind of molten structures that are these little square or diamond shaped things you might see with the orange. Uh, but no one can, at home can see it because I. Here we go. Let's go to the battle map, baby. Look at this. Uh, we've got our. We've got our crew. We've got Nalora. We've got Skrank. We've got Simeon. Uh, one of the pods landed directly next to Skrank, skirting danger. Uh, and of course, uh, some 
of the Hellstar Pirates, Vila Vera, Arose, and Noro, along with the open deck of uh, the Vorpal Drifter. Bom, bom, bom. Uh, here's the thing uh, about this that we're getting into. Uh, we're going to walk through, it's a new system, like I said, multiple times, so we're going to walk through combat a little bit to kind of get used to the things. Uh, there's, It's kind of like a three-action economy-type deal. You get a standard action, you get a move action, and a swift action. Not everyone has a swift action, um, but uh, it depends on what kind of build, abilities and skills and, and things you, you have. Standard action is like attack or uh, a whole host of things you can do. Um, so if you have an idea and you're like, can I do this? Then probably, uh, I have a whole list here and, uh, I think actually in Foundry, maybe you might be able to access this, but I didn't talk about that. So I won't go into it right now. Um, but we can, we'll walk through and we'll take it step by step. Uh, the thing about this combat is this battle for the first battle at level one is extremely dangerous. <laughs> What you didn't see when we went on break was at least 15 d20 being rolled. Uh, I don't like that. For initiative. Uh, uh, With a culture roll that uh, Nolora made, these are dangerous pirates. These are not low bounty pirates. These are like uh, the, the best bounty hunters in the galaxy have fallen to these pirates. They're, they're no joke. Uh, and they're uh, they're just the you know the lieutenants uh, the the higher ranking officers uh, under Devastation Blade Veil, um, yeah. Aboard the Vorpal Drifter, the ship has become under attack from the Hellstar Pirates. It seems like most of them have landed on the open deck, but you see a few of those molten pods crashing below deck to to other locations. Uh, we are into combat. You see, East is actually up top, uh, just like firing shots at Arose and Vilavera and Nero. Arose is kind of like moving slightly to avoid some of the shots, but you see Arose reaches out his massive Vesk hand and this saber of red light just forms uh, almost seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, easily four, five feet and in length, this uh, brutal blade. Uh, We, a lot of things happen. You hear screams coming from below the deck. Uh, You see uh, some of the crew begin moving in all directions um, as combat takes place. Skrank, you look around. uh, All One of the pods almost crashed into you. You see the crew of the Hellstar Pirates take off uh, in all directions. A lot of uh, NPCs, uh, a lot of the other crew, or sorry, a lot of the other passengers on board are, they look frightened and scared. And you see a lot of them are actually starting to make a break toward, like to try to get the fuck off the open deck, more or less. Uh, What is Skrank doing? It's Skrank's turn. Uh, and again, you get you get your movement, which for Skrank is 30 feet. Uh, each mm-hmm. of these squares is five feet. Um, mm-hmm. Starfinder has odd rules for moving on <laughs> diagonal, which I don't really want to get into and I don't also agree with. 
So we're going to ignore that for now. <laughs> so if you're listening okay, and you're like, Justin's not following the rules. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, uh, what is Justin, notoriously a rules lawyer, notoriously following all the rules always. Uh, what is Scrank doing in this moment? So this pod that landed right next to me, uh, do I do I know what it is? Can I figure out what it is? Can I? Uh, you watched use- like a you watched one of the Hellstar pirates kind of land and get out of this pod, and they ran somewhere on deck to harrow the passengers and crew of the Rude. of the Vorpal Eye pirates. Okay. Um, so I don't know if this pod is like dangerous anymore. Is that the, but it, this is where the danger came from. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of these pods also, uh, you see, like they launched from huge ships that are kind of like almost, uh, catching up now with the Vorpal eye or the Vorpal drifter. Okay. I don't like any of that actually. Um, Stuff. Um, okay. Ugh. Okay. Um, perhaps I could. I've got these. So I've got these grenades. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just want to know if I could, like, ch- if I chuck. I've got a frag grenade, a shot grenade, a smoke grenade, a sticky bomb grenade. Yep. And I just wonder if I like maybe maybe just the what, what does the sticky bomb one do? Gosh, where is it? Uh, sticky bomb uh, detonates with a splash of adhesive, so it quite literally makes a sticky area. Mm, okay, I was wondering if maybe I could just like smoosh one of these guys and get them stuck, or a couple of them if they were near to each other. There's that, like, section over there where Viola and the Demon Star Star Pirate are. And maybe I could just, like... Yeah, you could get... If you wanted to... um, Also, a fun fact, if you... I believe if you, you know, click your icon and you hover, it should tell you how far a token is away from you. There's a little ruler when you hover over something else. And it should say... Oh, yeah, 60 feet, 50 feet. Okay, um, all right, that's quite a throw, I guess, for a little screen. Yeah, so you've got uh, 20 feet is your distance for range. throwing this accurately. Yeah. And if you throw it beyond that range, you're going to take a minus two for every 20 feet. So 40 feet, 60 okay. feet. I don't want to do all of that, I don't think. Maybe I should just shoot him. Um, uh, okay. Uh, you know what I will do is I will truly continue to stall. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, uh, maybe it would be, maybe it would be actually the most helpful if I threw up smoke grenade and just cause a bunch of chaos just right into the center uh yeah let's uh let's do it uh so a smoke grenade deals no damage instead it releases a cloud of dense smoke each character who inhales the smoke must succeed at a fortitude saving throw which is is a terrible idea (laughs) katie you can you can move up 30 feet and hit them in that sticky bomb yeah yeah okay i should just do that all right that's what i'll do 
Um, yeah, okay. I just wasn't sure if I wanted to like get out further, but I guess I should probably mm-hmm. if I'm going to be useful at all. We have okay. people that are um, going to be melee and be up in their faces, so I don't think yeah. that you have much to worry about. Okay, perfect. That's what, yeah, that's what I will do then. Um, Is discussing like this encouraged? Yeah, listen, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, You guys do what you gotta do, you know? Some people don't like that, and I don't don't (laughs) want to. I mean, we're playing a tabletop, a collaborative tabletop role playing game, right? Yeah. Uh, Please and thank you. You found my soda can. Get out of here. He's trying to get soda. Um, if I hang out, actually, I'll move up to that one, uh, and then I'll chuck it over to this area where there are, where Vilavira and the Demon Star Pirate uh, and you, this other. If you see where I'm pointing, uh, if yeah. you try to hit that, that's the area you need to get, uh, to, Great. um, for the Sticky Bomb to get both of them, and you're going to take a minus two to that throw, um. Fine, I'll give it a shot. All right, so it's going to be a d20, and it's going to be mm-hmm. plus your dexterity modifier, which I believe is a two. It's the two, yeah. All right, let's see. Woo! Uh, okay, well, okay, that's not great. It's a seven, but in, <laughs> and then a plus two and a minus two. <laughs> that's a seven. So it's a seven. Uh, amazing. All right, I need you to now do me a favor and roll a d8. Okay. All right. This combat sponsored by Amherst Die. Five. Five. Great. Perfect. And now uh, a D4, if okay. you be so kind. This I can also do. And that's a one. Great. The sticky bomb lands. Uh, you were aiming for here, uh, and it moves back one square towards. You don't flick it as far as you thought you were going to flick it, but it does explode over this. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't rename all of the. That should be Hellstar Pirate. Uh, <laughs> I changed the name literally between the prelude and uh, and uh, yesterday. Uh, between the pirate, uh, it lands between you and the pirate. It does catch that pirate, um, so that becomes difficult terrain for them. Uh, I'm trying to find out if they need to make a. Uh, oh, sorry, they're in. Ta- so uh, roll. Sorry, roll two d4. So roll a d4 twice and add the total, and that's how many rounds they're going to be fucking entangled, which is rad as hell. Hell yeah! That's very. Did I get all of them? No, it just got the the lesser minion of of the two. So what does entangled mean as a status Still, effect? That's uh, sick. Entangled is you can't uh you move at half speed, you can't run or charge, you take a minus two to AC, attack rolls, reflex saves, okay. and initiative, and any dexterity based check. Excellent. So pretty much a minus six two. Six rounds. Six rounds. Holy six shit. rounds. Amazing. <laughs> this uh, pirate can truly just eat butts. What does that look Absolutely. like? As uh, what Shout kind of down. like? Uh, what does it look like? A crank throws this grenade, not quite as far as they were thinking, but. <laughs> Okay, well, we all know what this looks like. Scrank, uh, uh, like scurries out of that uh, wheel, uh, the ba- the barrel where he was, it's like you know, pulled up in, and um, 
right into the center, uh, pops one of his tiny little fists into his back cheek pouch where he keeps his grenades, (laughs) (laughs) pulls it out. It's covered in protein mush and his tiny little, his tiny little rat claws, uh, like barely holding onto this massive grenade. And he two hands it over, (laughs) over and and he's like, oh, baller is what he does. And For three. Misses. <laughs> misses so bad. Kobe. And it misses. Not so bad. Um, Incredible. <laughs> that could have been worse. If you rolled a four, it might have got you. Like if uh so the D eight was to choose a, a direction and the D four were how many squares off you were. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. that, those rolls so were. So theoretically about. you could have just thrown it up in the air and it landed on you. <laughs> <laughs> so just five backwards. was back towards you and one yeah. was one square closer um, oh shoot okay so Scrank well. moved uh, I believe that was 5, 10, 15, 20 that was almost all of your movement you've got five movement yeah. left um, and you've used your action to throw the adhesive grenade at our boy here oh I can probably mark him uh, or just this. on He's being observant. <laughs> I just see oh, him coming he's out of the going back to his frame, pen. like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He's, like, trying to rip down the green screen. Uh, anything else from Scrank? Um, I'll just, like, scooch myself uh, back, uh, over this away one, and that'll finish out my movement. And then um, I did say I would be doing exclusively swift actions which I uh, did not do but um <laughs> oh gosh what I got um I think that's uh can I just like um is there a way for me to use my blind sense to suss out how many of these guys there are um interesting uh I think think yes yeah let's do a perception check uh and that'll be using your um a d20 roll plus your perception which is zero 12 12 12 uh you you can smell wait sorry oh yeah sorry no go right ahead I, i think you can just smell that there are the ones you see with your eyes but then you smell some more on this deck, but just out of out of sight right now. You know, there's definitely a few uh, kicking around. It's it's not good. Like They're they are everywhere. Do not like. Yeah. Okay. Um, Scrank throws this grenade. It explodes. You see, Odyssey Nine is behind you. This is a very bad situation. I'm. I believe I'm going to evacuate. And they just haul ass. You see them run in towards. Uh, this door and kind of just disappear as they take uh, a double move action. So what they did was um, you can always turn your standard action. You can downgrade it into a move action. Uh, So they took a move action. They used their standard action to turn it into another move action. Uh, And they are having a little bit of a run. Mm. Scrank's going to yell behind them, coward! <laughs> uh, hey, listen, they, they've got to document the the galaxy, and they're not a fighter. Yeah, you can document my butt. <laughs> uh, you see um, 
Noro, the uh, immortal android, kind of like look at you throwing this grenade, Skrank. That was quite the little move there. He's so cute. I like uh, I like your style. That's uh, that's something for sure. And uh, they're going to point. Uh, why didn't I give them? <laughs> oh no, they don't have weapons. <laughs> they're gonna. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know the stats. It's a okay. terrible miscalculation. <laughs> they get uh quite a bonus to this roll. Uh, they're gonna roll a d twenty. They get a plus. Uh, well, they get a plus six to try to hit your kinetic armor class strength. So. Here we go. Um, oof. Yeah, they, they definitely roll. Yeah. Um, quite a bit. Yeah, and that got through me. That is five points of damage. So that's going to come off of your stamina first. So you have your stamina okay. and you have your hit points. Um, okay. Which they all should be max. Wherever you're keeping track, everyone's at full HP and there stuff like that. Um, the immortal android just, they reach out their hand. They're not holding a weapon, but their hand, you see it change formation and turns into what looks like uh, some kind of rudimentary uh, pistol as they shoot you. Uh, pretty pretty uh, point blank, only five feet, well, 10 feet away, technically, I guess. Uh, a very dire hit against poor little Skrank. What's Skrank's... Oh, all of Skrank's stamina is gone. That's all of, yeah, oh, all of Skrank's no. stamina. <laughs> this yeah, knocks you on your ass. Not not literally. Mm-hmm. We're not going to make you prone or anything like that, but this this I is mean, a, a heavy fucking hit. Uh, it yeah. really takes the wind out of your sails. Um, and healing in this game is difficult. Just a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you see Skrank, uh, it just, like, rockets through one of his ears and he goes, ah! And <laughs> just, uh, just like cheese flies out of his mouth. Skrank not having a good time. East is still on board these crates, kind of just like opening fire, uh, keeping a lot of them at distance uh, as best they can. As Nolora, you see this, uh, the immortal android, Nero, their hand change formation and shoot Skrank. What's uh, what's Nolora doing? Um, my It's my turn. It is your turn, yes. Okay, uh... She will look to Simeon for the signal on who to shoot with her stun gun. Hell yeah. So you're holding your action or are you just... um... I'm asking Josiah who he's going to attack. (laughs) Only I was trying to do it without breaking immersion for everybody. I'm Um, so sorry. It's okay. You would definitely just see Simeon looking towards the person who was closest to us and the person who just fired at Skrank. this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. You can long click. You can hold down to to ping the map. Your mouse. Fun! Okay, so that's the one that I'm attacking, is this Noro. Everyone's going wild with the pings now. <laughs> it's fun! <laughs> so excited. Oh, my... Uh, and, okay, so I'm going to shoot him with my Pulse Caster pistol. Hell yeah. Which let's... has a chance to, like, 
next on him. Let's go. Let's fucking do it. Uh, I would love to roll the attack. There we go. There we go. Whoa. And the animation. <laughs> Yeah, I put, oh I put special effects on my dice. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, that fucking hits uh, their their uh, uh, Sorry, is that their EAC? It's Does it say? EAC. Okay, yep. so that's their energy armor class. That hit. That still hits. Uh, two I'm, energy damage. <laughs> mighty two damage. Uh, it says this blast stuns the target without dealing serious damage. Uh, yes. Uh, it's a non-lethal weapon, uh, so it's meant to take, well, your your bounty hunters, it's, me it's meant to take people down uh, without killing them, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you fire this blast. What does what does the the shot look like for Nalora? Uh, so you know those, those plasma balls where you touch it and it goes to your finger? <laughs> yes. It looks like just the inside of that floating very slowly like it looks like that but invisibly the damage is in front of it so people think they have more time than they have Ooh, that's fun yeah. that's very fun I, I dig that uh you've still got your movement uh that was just your action to shoot and if you have any swift actions of course you can take that as well so i don't know what my swift a swift actions are i'm so sorry you you might I you might just not have any is the thing right uh, okay, I was wondering if perhaps if you have swift action abilities, it'll tell you like you do this as a swift action. Yeah. Okay, but none of that is on my sheet. Is the thing. Uh, I'm looking now at uh, boop, 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 boop. spells. I don't think you have any swift actions. Okay, I was hoping. Oh no, those got removed from my sheet too. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm only seeing three spells there. Uh, unfortunately. Um, I, I'm, I'm okay. very confident. Right. You know you what? I, I'll I'll learn more in between this session and next session. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, things happen, right? Yeah, yeah. My apologies. Hey, it's all good. Uh, I don't, I really don't think you have a swift action, so you, you do have a move action. I don't need to take that. Okay. Uh, you take this shot as it electrifies Noro uh, a little bit. Oh, that wasn't very nice. Not looking to be nice. I'm looking to get rich. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, but the only place you're going to see is the Nine Hells. Excellent. I haven't seen that yet. I'd love to take notes. <laughs> uh... Our boy East is, is holding down uh, the blood commander, uh, a rose. And I'm now realizing Noro and a rose, they're way too close. In fact, if you turn the, Laura, the Z, right? yeah, and the Laura, if you turn the Z of Oro, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> we all followed. I'm, I'm with you. I was just right just there. And then you just backwards it. <laughs> You yeah. just horizontal it, and then you backwards it. Yeah, and that's it. The and same. then you bop it. It's the same name. It's fully the same it? name. Uh, Simeon, you see Nalora take this shot after, after kind of like almost wordlessly, you eye Nero, and then Nalora takes the shot. Uh, what's Simeon doing? 
Yeah, so I am going to first and foremost, like <laughs> looking towards the Lord during the, our kind of dialogue. The question that I want the answer to really is dead or alive. <laughs> Uh, what's it say on the bounty? Uh, it's It says dead or alive. These are hardened criminals. Notorious. Uh, she, she'll notice that he's like asking that, I guess. And, and she'll just yell back, DOA. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to use a full action to do a trick attack. Um, oh, yeah. So, which incorporates my movement. So I'm gonna use all my movement to come up here. And as I come up, I, I to do my trick attack, I need to, before anything happens, make a, because uh, I have the daredevil type, I can make an acrobatics check and the DC is 20 plus whatever their challenge rating is. Hell yeah. So I have a plus 13 to acrobatics. So let's go ahead and just roll that and Woof. see. Cool. Uh, so that's a 24 total. <laughs> 24. Holy shit. Oh uh, that is, I believe, against their... Uh, it's against 20 plus whatever their challenge rating is. Yeah. that uh, Which only equals 22. Uh, that definitely Excellent. does the job. Okay. So that, now if I'm understanding this correctly, means that the trick attack is successful. Yeah. Um... So regard that just means that they take extra damage if I even hit them. Yes. Um, okay, so yeah, with my acrobatic trick attack, basically I'm going to run up towards them and with two of my arms be like reaching for my pistol and like my knife as if I'm coming out. And then with my other two arms really quickly, I just pull this fucking rifle off my back <laughs> and just try to bop this guy real quick. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, so let's see. That's just, uh, I think I'm a plus three on this roll. You do, yep. Okay, cool. So that's a 17 total. Uh, 17 does hit. Is that kinetic? Yeah. Yes, I yep. believe so. That hits. Cool. Yeah, it is piercing damage. All right. So then our damage, I think, is just a flat D8. I don't add anything to that, right? Uh, No, I don't. With a shot? So. With a... Just a D8, yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and roll that. Oh, and I had my D4 because I was successful on my yes. trick attack. Okay, so that's nine damage total. Whoa. Damn. Holy shit. That's the biggest amount of damage so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. A very heavy amount of damage to uh, Nero, the immortal android. Uh, you see this shot actually takes... Uh, takes most of their left arm off. Oh, I see we're playing rough then. All right, that is that is the end, the end of my turn. Uh, I do a cool badass thing where I fucking pull the bolt back and pop out the chamber and I say, I'm not playing. Fuck yeah. Uh, that ends <laughs> Simeon's turn. We see... Uh, a lot of our little NPCs here uh, making a mad dash. Uh, a lot of them are going to try to use their like kind of double movement actions. Uh, the mummy with the backpack 
just rockets <laughs> straight across <laughs> into a wall. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that guy, but we never really got that far. <laughs> just a mummy with a backpack just hanging a mummy out. With a backpack. Uh, this NPC is gonna move. The, uh, all, all the NPCs seem to be kind of making a dash for the interior of, uh, you know, to get off the open deck and away from the danger. We see a shadow looming over the open deck of the ship, the flagship of the uh, Hellstar Pirates, now keeping pace with the Vorpal Drifter, just a few meters above it, almost scraping the bridge of the ship. A small flash of light emits from the hellish ship, uh, but we don't see a molten launch pod this time. It's something else. Something glowing like hellfire itself slams down hard into the center of the open deck, fully bending the sh- the, the floor beneath them, the metal flooring. You see objects slowly start beginning to move kind of across the deck towards this figure who has just landed. They stand up a massive 15, uh, excuse me, they stand up a massive 15 feet tall, a fiery glow whips around them, dark reddish uh, black mane of hair swept back over their head and flows down between their wings. Their face wears this dark skull mask, their eyes burn like fire. The massive muscular build of this figure uh, wears what looks like a random array of bits and pieces of various armors. And on their hip rests what looks like the hilt of a sword uh, with nothing attached to it. Your lives are forfeit. Surrender the ship and be sacrificed to the Nine Hells. Before you stands Devastation Blade Vale, captain of the Hellstar Pirates. You now notice those small objects are moving and then circling Vale, almost like Vale has a very literal gravity that surrounds them. Our vision blurs and swirls as we are warped back days prior aboard the Vorpal Drifter. It's three days before the present moment aboard the Vorpal Drifter. Wherever you are, you feel a familiar hum of the engines below you uh, as you navigate the diaspora. The Vorpal Drifter has been taking refugees from all parts of Broken Rock, the main focus of, uh, which is the main focus of Devastation uh, Blade Veil's attacks, of course, as we know. Our view skirts over the open deck and we see a halfling fellow with a sharp mustache and slicked back hair kind of prancing around chatting it up with anyone he comes across and laughing a hearty laugh to try to cheer up the refugees. Uh, Walking a slow, careful perimeter... uh, Sorry, my music confused me for a second. Uh, Walking a slow, careful perimeter is East seems to be doing what they do well. A few colorful passengers settle on the open deck and make makeshift beds that have been set up. Most of the deck is filled with crates and cargo and a small table has been set up with stools where passengers can pass the time with games of chance and uh, 
The back half of the ship, again, uh, is still locked, and our view dips to the crew mess where Tomeya is frying up some food at the cook station. We turn towards the hallway in the large engine room where Nasoki is covered in gadgets and donning some unique goggles, inspecting some components of an engine they pulled apart. Our view passes the engine room, past the makeshift bunks, past all of the crew rooms to the captain's quarters where Elgard Vorpal I Moro sits at a computer station within his room, plotting courses, reading scans, uh, uh, reading the scanner reports of the areas they're heading towards. This is three days ago. Uh, what do we think we're up to aboard the Vorpal Eye Drifter? It's probably fairly obvious what Nolora is up to. Just like running around drooling and being like, oh, I, I saw uh, another uh, Lashunta. I saw, uh, you know, uh, th this kind of android. I, you know what I mean? Like all, <laughs> all the races aboard the ship. Hell yeah. And their notes. Uh, making a few notes uh there's certainly a lot of uh interesting individuals around to make notes of uh, what's simian up to uh it, i imagine simian is up to what he's usually up to which is some he's a pretty pragmatic guy so either some combination of like gear maintenance or possibly going over notes about uh, pirates in the sec sector specifically, because that's kind of like part of the reason why we're here, <laughs> like, is to be uh, making some money. Um, as well as going over his notes about his old partner, Barley's... <laughs> What do we say? Twelve children. 12. I think it, I think it ended with seventeen. <laughs> Already kids. is twelve biological children and five adopted <laughs> and children. Yeah, adopted children. I still haven't yeah. made a way to find them yet. So, uh, yeah, they. Uh, which we know they're uh, aboard Absalom Station, which uh, the Vorpal Drifter was uh, is scheduled to make a stop. It, uh, it's not under attack. This is three days ago. Uh, yeah. The Vorpal Drifter is meant to. Uh, the final stop is Absalom Station to drop off passengers. Um, what is... Sorry, as you take a bite of banana, what is Grank up to? Grank's <laughs> in crew. Grank's in the crew mess with Tomei. Yeah. Just chowing down on some cheese <laughs> and some protein mush. Nalora uh, walks in, looks right at Tomei and says, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> Oh, uh, it's uh, sorry. It's rare to see uh, Lashanta in these parts. Uh, I'm I'm Tomei. Uh, I'm the cook on board. Okay, nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Uh, are you from Castroval or are you from? Uh... Oh yes, yes, Castroval. Oh. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I just kind of decided I wanted to see the stars and, and travel a bit. And Moro, uh, the captain ended up wrangling me into to cook for the the crew and there have been ever since so we must compare notes someday uh i don't notes <laughs> right and she just turns <laughs> and walks out tommy tommy uh scrank what's up 
You know what would be really good, I think? Yep. Some space whale. Some space whale stew. Space whale stew. I think it would be really yummy. Maybe I'll get um, Moro to set up a some kind of fishing rod to catch some space whales. Yeah, like something like up on the up on the deck, like something to to like fish for the space whales. Because I bet we'll be coming up on them soon or something. Right? I, yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize they were in this <laughs> just mountain. <laughs> This mountain. Yeah, I it's didn't realize gone. that there might be um, interesting. Inter- I'll have a I'll have a chat with Moro and see how he feels. I, I mean, Moro loves loves some Basically. fishing. Yeah, loves loves, loves the spoil as yeah. we call it. Yeah. Oh, do you? Interesting. No, Moro does. I uh, I don't know. I you know what? Honestly, honestly, I'm kind of a catch and release kind of Yusoki. You know. Right, like, right. I'll eat it if somebody else is cooking it, but I won't. You know, I'll go catch it and I'll appreciate its beauty, and then I'll be like, "Okay, you do it now." <laughs> you know, you, you you cook it now, which is where you come in, Tomei. Frank, uh, as you're having this conversation and kind of chowing down, the two kind of younger humans are still kind of sitting at this table. They haven't moved for three days, evidently. Uh, <laughs> fussing about with this old radio and they end up changing the station it looks like they're trying to, to search for something and you end up your ears kind of like perk up you're listening to DSRD Dream Station radio broadcast need somewhere to switch your mind off and your wildest desires on? Then it sounds like you need a trip to the number one vacation hotspot in the packed worlds. Dream Station. Navigate through the asteroid belts of the diaspora from the comforts of our luxury suites. Single-handedly fight the swarm on the edge of the vast. Fly effortlessly around the citadels of the Absalom Station. Dream Station is the perfect getaway for you. Now offering passage from any major civilized zone that features the Avatar Corporation Convenience Hub. Or simply plot your own course to our little piece of Elysium here in the packed worlds. See you soon, travelers. You see they're kind of one of them looks kind of just like, oh, whatever. Uh, but the the kind of there's a figure with like this gold bell hat on, and uh, another figure who has like green kind of dyed hair with like kind of small glasses that they're wearing. Uh, you see that one of them seem the the one in the that gold hat kind of seems a little bit uneasy about the broadcast and. The figure with the green hair is like, well, you know, it's just like some kind of art project. Someone is out there, you know, broadcasting and trying to do this big thing. I think we could, I think we could do something, you know, better than that. Kind of having this mm. conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when the, uh, when the recording was playing and uh, you could see at the mention of an, of Avatar or then mention of dream station scranks ears definitely just 
right up and every like the hair on the back of his neck stood uh and then uh the mention of abadar corp he kind of just like winced a little bit uh shoots a look over at the the two people who are talking about this they don't uh, really seem to be paying attention you see the one with green hair uh with the like kind of dyed front of their hair look at the other figure <laughs> Yeah, well, Bobbin, I think, like, once we get out of here, maybe we could just, like, kind of find out what this is all about. Like, I don't know. I, maybe you could kind of hone in on their signal or something. And the one Bobbin looks... Needle... Yeah, Needle, I just think, you know, I just think that they're really... I don't, it gets in your head. Like, I don't think... I don't know we're hearing the same thing. It just, like... It did that not strike you as as odd or disturbing? And Needle looks. I think it's just their it's their advertisement. It's doing what it's meant to do. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Scrinkle sort of sidle on down. He'll cl- he's got to fully climb down off of the chair where he was sitting. He's only two and a half feet tall, and he does. Ha- and he'll sort of just like scurry on over to this other table and pull out some of the cheese that he was pocketing uh, <laughs> in his pouch, in his cheek pouch, and just kind of like pop it over uh, to. <clears throat> and just sort of set it down between Needle and Bobbin. And just, uh, you guys, you, you, you know something about tr- what you listen to. Oh, is this like art? Pro- I think it's like this art project that they're some rich kid got access to like a galactic wide communication device and they're like broadcasting no. this. Uh, and Bobbin cuts in. No, no, I think it's like, you know, I mean, Dream Station is a real place. They shut it down a few years back. I think, like, something is, this is like something's happening out there, you know? They uh, shut it down a few years back? Where'd you hear that? I mean, everyone kind of, you know, they, they brought in a lot of money, but then it just kind of, uh, people just stopped going, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting that they would, you know shut it all down and then the advertisements would still be out and about that's a little strange don't you think maybe it isn't maybe maybe it really is just some weird rich kids art project uh needle cuts in yeah i think it i don't i think they're getting a lot of money out of this and it might be some kind of elaborate ad campaign when they open their doors up again so yeah like spanksy <laughs> uh Bobbin cuts in yeah i i think uh we're like really like trying to vibe we're trying to like go join like the coolest most fashionable kind of pirate gang that's kind of sailing the packed worlds and i think spanksy's crew might be kind of like one of the top tier in terms of fashion we were like kind of studying the fashion of the a lot of pirates at Broken Rock and you know it just uh, yeah yeah I really it. like the yeah no 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 I know what you're talking about I really like the um the, all the like little like the weird art pieces that he leaves around the the diaspora you know the like one with the you know the little girl in the helmet with the space balloon 
as you are having this elaborate Spanxy conversation and the Spanxy crew that's now canon in this world. I need Spanxy to become a part of this campaign. Uh, they're, they're out there sailing the fashionable Political messages seas. and all that. Uh, what is Simeon up to uh, on board? Or where is Simeon, I should I should ask? Where do you think? Uh, there's kind of like the open deck area, which we're yeah. well acquainted to. Uh, most of the area, there's a lot of areas that are kind of off limits uh, in some regards. Um, but the, the, there's like, you know, the crew mess and that uh, type areas and the living quarters where uh, it's like a storage room turned into a bunk room for uh, passengers and not a lot of places to go, but you know. Yeah, I mean, once he's kind of got everything ready and prepped that he needs to do, his work for the day is done. Probably go find Nalora and see what she's up to. Check in. Check in with Bay. Like, as soon as you find her, she'll she'll just be like, you'll never even believe. And I observed them doing the whole thing that is stereotypical. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, wow, that's... eating yeah <laughs> like that's crazy. literally digging in the garbage just... Damn. Oh. you uh why, a little nose why do you think they in? do that <laughs> you guys uh are approached by a large figure uh the captain of the ship Elgard Morrow uh a well-known pirate, uh, certainly well-known in the bounty hunter circles. Not a lot of bounty hunters actually take the bounty, like, take up the, you know, bounty to try to claim, uh, to try to set out, I should say, to try to take down Moro, because it's just of the station that Moro kind of holds within the, the pack worlds. Kind of, like, walks up and he's like, hey, well, what are we, uh, uh, how is it all going here? We, uh, Settling in. I know we just got you all out from some hairy situations there, but uh, how how are you feeling? Need any medical attention or? I think we're pretty good. I personally, I'm great. <laughs> I can't speak for everyone, but uh, yeah, no, I'm just looking forward to uh, not being on a ship anymore. No offense. Hey, none taken. This isn't meant to be a passenger vessel, you know. We were, uh, uh, we were deep underneath the the ground of a poste and under just doing our own kind of work when we got the call to try to help out. You know, I get it. I uh, don't really like kind of being out in the open <laughs> too long myself. Uh, his purple eye again, Moro. Maybe I didn't describe him. I think I did in the in the prelude. Is a about probably nine ten feet tall, uh, a half moon giant, purple skin, with like a tricorn hat. A, <laughs> the dog unplugged. <laughs> the dog unplugged. Mallory's like hey, incredible. elegant feather duster. Thank you so much for the raid. What up, Dusty? Uh, hello, welcome. We're Playing Starfinder. This is session one. Uh, a dog just unplugged the light. Uh, you're all caught up. <laughs> <laughs> that is all that. Yeah, that's what we've been doing for the past uh, two hours. 
Dylan um, with Gaston. Yeah, Moro's yeah. got like a trim, uh, like a white, like a pretty neatly trimmed white beard with like a mustache and uh, the tricorn hat, like a very, uh, he's wearing what's known as freebooter armor, which is kind of like mm. a, a patchwork kind of uh, apparel of sorts. Uh, again, a towering individual and his purple eye glows as he kind of like smiles down at you. Yeah, well, I mean, what what were you doing in the area? You uh, got pretty close to Broken Rock, and that's kind of a hot place to be right now. With Old Vale is in that that area, so yeah, that uh, that would be the reason that I was there, actually. And I plan on joining up with Vale's crew. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing so crass. I. Uh planning on bringing Vale in, so to speak. Bringing Vale in. Uh, give me a, let's say, a reflex save, because you're pretty good at reflex uh, uh, yeah, checks, I, can, I would uh, imagine. Uh, oh, shit. That's a 24. 24. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I rolled a 17. <laughs> Moro has a plus 25 to athletics. Moro, not in a threatening way, pushes your chest with his massive fucking hand and you mm-hmm. fully step back. And you know, like, uh, you were well like set up in this moment to protect yourself. And just the sheer force of of this figure almost knocks you down, but that wasn't the intention. He looks at you. He's like, "You're, uh, I think you're in over your head, kid." I like shrug with both sets of arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that uh, that may be, but look, I'm not out here trying to waste my time hunting down small fries and when the target seems to be a particular bastard you know we can check both boxes at once and he is both a bastard and the bounty's pretty high yeah it's so, a significant bounty without a without a doubt I uh Vale is you know what they they do right they take down pirate crews force them to join their crew or they kill them they're, I mean, they're getting numbers by the day. Uh, I mean, we're just kind of collecting ourselves again. They haven't really kicked up a fuss for us to deal with, but. Are you concerned? I think he's going <laughs> to come after your ship. No, not at all. You see uh, the small uh, halfling figure with like a slick mustache and like slick back here walks up. Right. Well, I'm uh, Moro. We've got we've got some plots to point, a lot of work to be done. We need to figure out we've got some refugees that we need to collect and not enough time to really figure it all out. I might be up all night. Uh sorry to interrupt whatever's going on here. The the, the I saw the, the vicious poke. You gotta watch out for Moro's poke. He doesn't mess around. Anyway, He's got a hell of a poke. 
Yeah, brutal. Known for it. Ga- galactic, galaxy-wide. Known for it. Moro, we've got to. We've got a lot of and just like talking as they like walk away. Moro's like, oh, uh, I should go take care of this. Uh, looks at Nalora. You um, you you studying something? Rather, someone, some ones, some many, some everyone. Right, so a bounty hunter duo, one of them studies the targets, the other takes the target down. You could look at it that way. Interesting, interesting. I, um, well, listen, I don't want any fights breaking out on board. Uh, there's enough damage being done out there. Uh, study who you want, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, say anything against that. I, uh, I have some potential work. Uh, we, came across some stuff that we just have no idea about. We're on our way to Absalom Station, actually, to try to find a specialist. But uh, you seem like you both have been around. Maybe we can run some uh, ideas by you and try to figure some stuff out. I am at your service. Found it deep beyond the night arc of uh, Aposte, uh, one of their main cities, if you've never been out there. But you it just leads straight down into the planet. We found this whole abandoned village of some kind of old civilization that, uh, uh, who knows? I mean, it's not my area of expertise, but, uh, you see her face flush at the mention of this. And like, she's just, she's excited to hear about it. Yeah. I, uh, well, I, I got to plot some courses. We'll coordinate maybe tomorrow about it and go. Have you got photos, videos, uh, Holograms, anything. You know what? Come with me. I'll point you in the. I'll point you all in the right direction. Uh, Jumpstars, who's our engineer, uh, kind of the scientific officer on board. They they know a lot about all of this. Excellent. Uh, Moral kind of leads you down below decks, which uh, you're well acquainted to at this point, and points you. Uh, just kind of towards the engine room. Uh, the doors are, are open today, and you see a small Isoki there. Uh, and speaking of small Isokis, uh, back in the crew mess, you're having this like deep conversation about Spanx. Spanxy, was it? <laughs> Spanxy, Spanxy, like Banksy, but Space Banksy is what I was going for. Spanxy, obviously. Uh, and, Spanxy. Uh, oh my god, I English uh, or memory in this case. Bobbin, uh, Bobbin's like. Bob. Uh, Anyway, I, I I don't I think the station is just kind of and like they're fiddling with this device. Uh, oh, I think. Hold on, and you hear they're sending they're sending out another one. You're listening to BSRB Dream Station Radio Broadcast. Anything is possible at dream 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 with Devastation Blade Veil landing in a heavy, heavy thud against the Vorpal Drifter. You see they kind of t- 
take this long look around. Uh, let's go back to our little battle map here. Back in the present moment, uh, as uh, Devastation Blade Veil vale in all of their 15 feet of glory uh, so big land in the center of this deck they uh, let me sorry find my notes again I get caught up sure. in the moment uh, I'm like <laughs> going off script I shouldn't go off script unpack the dice again <laughs> oh, I genuinely thought that was like a little bag of trail mix that you had. I was no, so excited. I mean, it is a bunch of delicious of dice. Veil. Sorry, I needed like a better setup where I can see the map and my notes at the same time. There we go. That's better. Uh, Veil looks around their burning gaze. Uh, piercing the eyes of everyone. I grow bored waiting. It's time for this all to end. They grab the hilt that's on their hip and with two hands pointed ahead of them, pieces of dark, craggy, molten rock snap and crack off of uh, all over them swirling in a small tornado piece by piece as the molten rock snaps into place on the hilt, forming a giant two-handed sword that looks like it was forged deep within the heart of the hells. Vale doesn't hesitate for a second after the sword forms, slamming it down hard onto the deck of the ship. A massive flash of burning light erupts in a straight line between uh, both in front of and behind Devastation Blade Veil as the Vorpal Drifter is split in half. No! And I think we're going to end our session there. That's so scary! <laughs> no, Skrank, no, no! Damn, Skrank really do be right on that fucking gap. <laughs> Don't do this to me again! In, in just in the in the gap is just, where Scrank is. Just in it. Uh oh, no. hey, you gotta have some tension. You gotta have some drama. No, you don't. Going no, you on. don't. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you don't. This could have been happy. Scrank could have just we had a could have had a whole episode where we ate cheese and and protein mush. <laughs> Would have been cute. Cheese of protein mush. Vale has split the goddamn ship in two, and that's where we'll we'll pick it up next time. Uh, hey, this was fun. I think a little taste of Starfinder, kind of getting used to it. Um, we won't be back for a hot minute, I believe. It's going to be a couple of weeks, uh, and hopefully by then, um, we are also joined by our good friend Raf. Uh, who just couldn't make this this session, and we'll see how they fit into the mix if they can if they can make it. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in like three weeks. Um, let's go around and kind of say where people can can find you. Uh, let's go in reverse order. We'll start with oldest face first, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you want to anything to say yeah. anywhere people uh, find you can you? find me in the nursing home i'm so old <laughs> <laughs> uh you can't you can't find you know you cannot find me anywhere i don't even try you can you know you can what's your pager me. number it's 2266 it has been it always has been it always will be good luck you can also you can you know what our new messaging system at the hospital is volt so you can also volt me now not just paging we'll volt you uh-huh uh middlest of the faces <laughs> just I... that's me um shit I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I got so focused on the, the, the Family Matters transition. Yeah, uh, I'm just like, uh, you can know That's, me as Dungeon uh, Dad on the internet. You can find house. me on Thank YouTube. You oh, you're right. And Twitter under that name. That's all I have to say to you. Hell yeah. Doxy. Hi, uh, you can find me by walking directly to the nearest garbage can and sticking your head inside. <laughs> Um, or I guess you could look at my Twitter if you wanted to at Z-E-R-0-D-O-X-Y. I'm so sorry that my dog distracted me for the entire second half of And unplugged your light. Sabotage. Unplugged my... Here, I can turn on light mode for a second so that you can see my face when I look at you. Um, or talk to you. I mean, anyway, my section is over. Anyway, (laughs) bye. (laughs) Those tweets are fire. A lot of fire. A lot of fire going 100%. on. 100%. Um, and uh, hey, uh, it's me, Justin. Uh, I'm here. I'm doing no fame stuff. Uh, we, Silverstead, new episode. Uh, Monday, our Dire Odyssey D, not to be confused with. This uh, Odyssey. Uh, our die, uh, Dire Odyssey D&D series, DM'd by Patrick. Uh, I'm now realizing that that music wasn't on a loop. Here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, coordinating a lot of stuff. Hey, yeah, check it out. Uh, podcast format. Uh, we'll be back with that stream in two weeks. We'll be back with this stream in about three weeks. Uh, this was hella fun. A little taste of what's to come. Uh, things are bad and they're only going to get worse. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. None of our friends are online right now to raid. So that's it. That's just good night. Good night from us here. Thanks for watching. Uh, Thanks for getting in chat. Sorry, I was so busy. I couldn't pay attention to chat. Uh, I normally love reading chat, but I was like DM brain. I'm just like focusing on uh, too much. Easily distractible. Thanks for hanging out, friends. Thanks for playing, friends. Uh, We'll see everyone later. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. 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 You just gotta not drift off into space through the crack in the fucking ship. You just gotta not do that. That's like a fucking...
heinous vibe for session two. <laughs> so you're yeah. in space. You know what? You know what is? I mean, immediately I was, I, I got, Greg's got some stuff up there, tiny little rat sleeves. <laughs> you have rat stuff. sleeves? You have sleeves got, now? <laughs> yeah, I oh I uh Skrink Skrink is uh Skrink is Winnie the Pooh. Skrink is uh, Donald Duck in it. <laughs> right. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, just of like course. just like Rafe. I was about to say, like, you've got a type uh a, a typecast <laughs> situation going on. Yeah. Short stout All my characters. Short, little Winnie the Pooh <laughs> gremlins. 